Good evening, loyal followers. It is so nice to, I was going to say see you again, but I can't see anyone. And I was going to say hear you, but I'm just listening to myself. It's so nice to be listening to myself speaking to you again. Um, and even better to listen to my lovely co-host Megan's voice. Megan, let's hear that. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Welcome to the 70th episode of Law School and Breathe. Incredible. 70. Is there like a 70th anniversary gift? Oh, I'm sure there is. I wonder what it is. I'm going to look it up. Oh, we should have looked it up. Platinum. Platinum, baby. It's platinum? Okay. Welcome to the platinum album version of Law School in Brief. Um. It's really good to be back and to hear your voice, Lydia, after we took our uh, our, our little summer recess. Yeah, that was a, a nice little summer break. Our completely unplanned, <laughs> unintentional four-week break from recording. Yes. Listeners, we thought about you, I promise. We texted about you a lot. Um, we just kind of had to postpone it because of stuff happening in our lives and these internships and the semester ending and all this, which we will cover in this episode, of course. But of course, so many things have happened in the last four weeks. Um, mm. I think probably the most important for both of us is that we, we we finished our two L years. Like, we're officially three L's now. Yes. Yes. Which is crazy to think about when you consider it we is. started this podcast before uh, we were even one L's. I know. I know. What Shout out to Oren, who was texting me... Yesterday, Oren suggests that we keep the podcast going at least until we have finished the bar. And that's an idea that we will take into consideration. I like <laughs> At this it. point, <laughs> I'm doing this for Oren and almost Oren exclusively. Yes, Oren, you hear that? We're your Oren kept Oren's encouragement kept me in law school. So Aww. here we go. This this platinum editions for Oren. Yes. Yes. That's right. And what are we going to talk about in our Platinum Edition? Okay. Well, obviously, we're going to talk about highs, lows, mehs, and wild animal encounters. Duh. That's the format. <laughs> but aside from that, I, I think we're going to be covering what our respective summer internships have been like. I mean, I'm only two days in, but you're a few weeks in. Um, yes. and, and, you know, we'll maybe just, like, cross-compare. For some fun. Yes, that's my only real update is about my internship. But I feel like it's one of those things that fits into the category of like demystifying this process for folks who are listening who might not know other lawyers or might not have lawyer friends and firms that they feel comfortable asking like, what is, was it really like, you know? I mean, I am that listener who wants to know what working at a firm is like, what working at a big firm is like, and I, I don't think I ever will. So. I want to know what your job is like, too. So I'm just so glad we're here. Yes. Okay. So let's begin with wild animal encounters. Oh, I don't have one. Oh, Megan. I don't have, I know. I don't have any good story, but I saw a really cute bunny yesterday that didn't run away when I was walking past it on the sidewalk. It was just kind of like eating some clover and looking at me. And then there was a baby bunny right next to it also eating. But the baby bunny hit under a car. Oh, for a second, like, I thought you said got hit by a car. I was like, oof. No, no, just just like was a little bit more cautious than the 
the adult Got bunny. It. It's just eating clover, staring at me. And okay. Like, no, it's okay. Like I'm your friend. But that didn't work. Well, you haven't seen any wild animals in an entire month. Your dogs are well, like too good at their jobs. <laughs> no, I mean no. Like I, I've for sure seen some wild animals, um, but not nothing like super inter- interesting. I guess today I saw a snake, but I was wow. in a car oh, and okay. and it really freaked me out. <laughs> so <laughs> I can't. I, I feel like it would be a stretch to call that an encounter. Oh, I have another encounter, so I'll make it up for you. Okay. I'll do yours, too. Okay, so I'm subletting Billy's apartment, which I think I've mentioned in a previous episode. And last summer, when I was over here, I mean, we spent a lot of time in apartments because of lockdown. And there's this bird um, that makes a lot of noise at night called a nighthawk. And... I was just was like, oh, what a nice bird. Oh, it's a it's a night owl, so to speak, like me. And Billy hated the night hawk. And I was like, okay, like, different things get on different people's nerves. Doesn't get on my nerves, but okay, understandable. It's a, you know, uncontrollable noise. Now that I'm here this summer, <laughs> that fucking bird, it'll be like, 11 30 p.m and i'll be laying at night i'm like why why and like i i can like understand like a small part of billy a little bit better because like now i can empathize about this whereas last summer i was like it's fine and now i'm like it's not fine shut up (laughs) (laughs) there's only one i'm almost it's gotta be the same one as last year like what are the chances that you know it's just one that's a different one i don't know how wide their territories are why it would just be living here by itself but this is like its summer sublet as well. Oh no, the yeah. unwelcome, unwelcome neighbor. <sighs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, since we've covered animal encounters, <laughs> <laughs> onto the law. Onto the law. Um. So I guess I could start. Oh, so so, dear listeners at home, what you can't see is that I'm coming at you live from this dank little studio apartment in Boone, North Carolina. Um, the apartment itself came unfurnished and for the most part still is, save for uh, the bed that I brought and a rocking chair that I had no business buying at a thrift store but did anyway. <laughs> um, ask me if I have any table or chairs. The answer is no. So... Um, I'm actually laying on the bed with the microphone, like an actual nice microphone, um, <laughs> laying on my chest. I'm kind of propping it up with my hand. So I can't see my laptop. So I actually, I'm trying to, it's just not cute. And I'm trying to remember what I wrote down for my mez and my lows and my highs. But um, <laughs> This is an iconic image. I love, I love I, Yeah, I just got, just, you know picture it <laughs> um okay i do remember my low though How, i've tried my best to block it out of my mind but um last week i took five finals back to back to back to back oh and how you did that oh i don't either i you know i didn't do it gracefully um i definitely so i had my last final on sunday at 9 a.m 
and I uh, finished that final, got lunch with Adam, and then had to go to Boone. And it was like on the drive from Greensboro to Boone, it sunk in that I was officially done with my school year, which was exciting. Yeah. But that I was going to be starting work the very next day. It's like I had no time to even process being done and then like jumping into the next thing. And so my low is just like this general sense of feeling like, 10 steps behind where I need to be. Oh. It's like my, my, my body is arriving at these places where it need like, <laughs> but my mind is taking a few days to actually catch up to where my body is. Like I woke up this morning and I was like, Oh, I'm in Boone. That's right. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like I finally actually arrived today, but yeah, you're not a great turnaround space and time just need to kind of like, match up yeah it would be great if space and time could match up <laughs> um yeah that's my low what's your low um kind of similar um like zoomed out thoughts about physical space and time actually it looks sounds oh. like we've maybe both been thinking about this i have been thinking a lot about just like the physical plane. Um, I'm not high right now. I just, I just, I was like... it just sounds like, <laughs> and this in, in our platinum episode, <laughs> Lydia took an edible. No, I just, you know, I just have been thinking about the physical plane, literally unaltered mind has just been thinking about this because I, since our last episode have moved into the sublet and, um, just physically, I moved entirely by myself. All the furniture, I actually just disassembled and took down in pieces, um, which was cool to realize that that was an option. And my mattress, I just put on a piece of plastic and like to decrease the friction for the carpet in the hallway. And then I just like dragged it and then pushed it down the stairs. It was very easy. <laughs> Genius. I was going to say, that's genius. I wouldn't it's, have thought of the plastic. I just couldn't bring myself to ask a friend to help with, like, only one moving thing for some reason, even though that's easier than asking them to move for, like, another thing. It was, like, you're going to drive all the way there just to help with this one thing and leave. I don't know. I just I just couldn't. And so there's that. Now I'm, like, in this new space with all these boxes. And there's um, – and then I'm – I was reading – we're listening to the audiobook rather for Ready Player One, which exists totally in a virtual, almost totally in a virtual space. And then I've also been watching Hoarders, and there's just like oh. all of these like things about like these items around me are in the physical plane, and I like cannot click and drag them to deal with them. Oh, also because I was like having an issue with my lawn at the house. Um, being super overgrown and my neighbor uh, being like, hey, uh, you need to like cut it. You know, you're going to get a fine from the county and I like need to talk to the county about something else. Are they going to come over and they're going to see it? So like you need to get it cut soon. And like I could not find someone to like cut the grass. Like people weren't available to they weren't they wouldn't come to my neighborhood um, because I don't know, St. Louis racism or something. I, I don't know. And so I was just like, whoa, I can't just like 
click something on the internet and schedule an appointment for this and just like have this part of the physical plane be taken care of. I don't know. It was just kind of like, it's kind of like messing with me. Like it took hours for me to like pick up things and move them into my SUV and then bring them into Billy's, you know, Mm. it's so bizarre, but it's not bizarre. Like this is of course how the world is, but I've been in this remote school. Like my classes are on the screen. My homework is on the screen job applying for jobs and getting them and now working is all on the screen and just for this like short period I had to like deal with like objects in <laughs> you know I do know this is relatable I'm I'm like, nodding you can't see it but I'm nodding my head mm-hmm. like for for I think it's going to be a while before we fully transition back to how things were if we ever do like I I definitely have a new perspective on what it means to be in person doing something Mm. you know yeah and yeah it's i don't even know if that was my low i guess i was thinking about it because you were mentioning something about it so we're both going through that but maybe it's a low well i do feel like i need to insert a shout out to Brittany because yes when when you were describing you know it wouldn't be an episode of law school in brief especially a platinum edition if i didn't give a shout out to Brittany. um as you were saying like that you just couldn't bring yourself to have a friend help you move a mattress (laughs) i thought to myself wow shout out to Brittany because guess what she did she helped me move my mattress (laughs) into my apartment in boone um because she just so happened to be here that day and because oh i like desperately needed help moving just literally just a mattress so <laughs> thank you Brittany. it's down to the mattress right? it's like crazy That's i mean because the thing is it's like it's like too it's not heavy but it bulky. like my wingspan isn't long enough to get all the way around it so yeah. like it's just not good yeah anyway so I think my low that accompanied that is like the mental fog I've been having. Like I'm still not in a routine for my internship because I'm surrounded by boxes and I'm like, I don't have a sleep schedule. I was in like a very good, like hygiene and nutrition routine in my old apartment that I haven't been able to get back into. I'm just like, I'm working remotely. I could be working from anywhere, but instead I'm just like, I can't, I haven't been able to bring myself to like, plan things which as you know is like one of my joys um Mm. and so i'm just like ah i like what is this mental fog luckily um my friend ellie who's a classmate lives down the street and like is really on top of like planning cool social events like we just went on this little day trip that was totally her planning so i'm just you know leaning on her and just delighted that we're neighbors and that she's like in the headspace of being able to plan things but it's still i hate not being able to be in that headspace myself so that's my low i think decent low decent low thank you thank you're you. welcome <laughs> <laughs> what about uh miss miss for me um oh wait did you do all your lows i mean yeah just like okay. a week of back to back like yeah. okay yeah oh right yeah all those yeah back. And to call this a meh sort of betrays the true nature of it. But I feel like, uh, so a lot of thoughts. First of all, this is the very first time in my life that I've ever lived alone. 
Whoa! Um, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting, and um, you know, I I obviously prefer living with my life partner <laughs> and all of my dogs, obviously. Um, yeah. but I I have been trying to embrace this opportunity to do some good introspecting, Ooh. which feels kind of silly considering we've just been like at home <laughs> with our just ourselves and our loved ones um for the last like year and a half but i don't feel like i did much introspecting i feel like i did a lot of school um yeah. I'm just trying to like keep my head above water so absolutely it feels like this is sort of the quarantine dream deferred for me huh. and i I have this opportunity to spend all this time alone. And How so, do you introspect? Oh, we are about to say something. That's the thing. It's like, here, here I've set an intention, and this isn't a high or a low. I think it's, that's why I'm saying it's a mad, though I do want to add the caveat that I'm going into this um, with, like, an open heart. Not, like, a heavy heart or an empty heart, but, like, I'm mm-hmm. hopeful and I'm enthusiastic. The big question I want to be grappling with this summer is what kind of lawyer do I want to be? Not, Hmm. not like, do I want to do corporate law? Do I want to do wills and trusts? I'm talking about like, what is going to augment me? Like what, what are my core values going to be? Wow. Um, And, and I think that that's going to occupy a lot of my brain space. I, I actually today just walked down the street to Foggy Pines bookstore, which Aww. for all of the, for all of the shitty things about my apartment, the location is like a plus plus plus. Oh yes. I mean, I'm like, it's perfect. You're close so, to work in a bookstore. That sounds great. Yeah. And like coffee shops and breweries. It's, it's Aww. perfect. So I walked down to the bookstore and I bought a book and a notebook and I'm just going to start journaling every day about what I did that day and like how things made me feel and like thoughts that I had. Um, But it does feel kind of like heavy lifting, like trying to answer some big questions. Like even before we were recording, I sat down for about an hour and did some writing and like my brain hurt at the end of it, just trying to like recollect the way that I felt in certain situations and like, what I saw and like what led up to that and everything that happened after. Um, so it's fun to be exercising my brain in that kind of way. And I know it's going to be really useful. Um, and I'm writing this journal almost as like an open letter to my future self, Ooh. because I know that when I, I'm going to come to some sort of professional crossroads and I'm going to want to remember the things that I'm learning this summer i can already tell that um so yeah that's that's... i'm very impressed by that that impulse and then that you're following through on it and i think your memory is gonna probably get sharper it sounds like yeah well i was actually i was talking to jonathan who's the my supervising attorney Mm -hmm. um so he and i have actually spent probably like a cumulative four hours in the car together already Oh just my in, gosh! Just in the last two wow. days, because <laughs> we have court? to. Yeah, we have to draw it. Like yesterday, we drove to Wilkes County, and today we drove to Allegheny County. And like driving just to Allegheny County is like an hour and ten minutes oh. one way. Um. 
So we we did a lot of we've done a lot of talking. Uh, oh my god, why did I bring this up? He, it was important. Was it about introspection and like him having a practice of introspection? Oh, dang it! Oh my god. Well, how did I miss? Okay, I've totally forgotten what I was going to say. <laughs> what a bummer. Um, but he he. Any anyway. wow. What I, I said before. It. What I said that prompted you to say that was something like. I'm really impressed that you like thought to do that and then followed through on oh, it. Oh, oh, I remember now. Thank you. Yes, Thank you. Yes. Um, I was talking to him about bike and build, um, which was, fi- which was five years ago now. Oh, uh, and how I, so before bike and build, I had kept a journal for years and years and years that I wrote in almost every single day and I brought wow. it on bike and build. And bike and build is where the journal habit died because I was so tired all the time. Yeah. I started off in like the first few weeks of June, I was like really going at it. And then you see around 4th of July, it kind of petered off to one or two sentences and then it's just (laughs) darkness. And I really regret not keeping up with it. Cause even if I wrote just one or two sentences a day, I knew, or at least I know now that it would, it would be valuable to me now. Hmm even just those few sentences um, because they would jog a memory about something Um, which is why bringing it back to this practice of keeping the journal this summer while I'm doing this type of work I think is going to be really important for future Megan Um, you know who knows like a year down the road 10 years down the road absolutely yeah that's so cool I feel like that's not a map I feel like that's just an update Okay. Well, that's why I was like, it's kind of like a hopeful mess, a happy mess. Okay. Yeah. Who am I to tell you that what you're feeling mad about isn't a mess? Fair enough. (laughs) Okay. What's your mess so I can shit on it? (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Okay. My mess is that everyone pull out your bingo card. Okay. Um, cause now I will remind you that I, I bought a house last end of last summer, um, as part of a quarantine project. So cross off the, I bought a house, uh, bingo section. Now it will almost be time to revise the bingo card because I think I'm going to sell the house. I think I'm going to give up on my dream of like making it nice and living there because, um, just, I do not have the strength to continue doing this myself. Mm. Um, I mean, that's why I had been trying to work with contractors, but then the most recent contractor, which this might've even happened all the way a month ago that I mentioned. Oh yeah. I think I mentioned it last episode that, yeah, that this contractor like gave up halfway through. And so I have met with, another contractor have a potential plan to get it fixed up and live there next year. But, um, I just don't like, uh, I realized I needed more information about like the housing market. Um, I talked to my realtor again and was like, okay, if I like, you know, put this amount of money in to fix it up, um, will that, will I be able to get that money back when I leave like now I know that I'm going to New York when I graduate or probably you know not yeah. going that I don't lose this internship opportunity that I have now but in, in all likelihood going to New York next year 
Whereas when I bought the house, I thought, you know, who knows? I might be in St. Louis and free rent is like, I mean, that sure helps make financial decisions about fixing up a house worth it. Because if you're like, well, I'm going to live here rent free indefinitely. Yeah. But now it's like, well, I will probably sell it. Or like if I, even if I rent it out, adding this whole amount of money to fix up the property, I need to know if it makes sense because there are a lot of people searching for houses right now and other people who want to be fixing up a house and have their project ideas and like are working with a team or in a couple that where both people are um, going to be working on it together. And, you know, my friends here are law students. We don't work on houses together. So it's just doesn't, now that everything's opening up too, it doesn't, and like the housing market is still hot. Like there's these factors that make Lydia, you hear that? Yeah, what is that? It wasn't me. What? Is that on my end? That was some alien interference for the Platinum episode. I feel fine about it. What the hell? Can you hear me? Yeah. What could this be? I don't hear it anymore. Oh, I still very much hear it. Okay. Well... I will keep chatting because I'm almost done with why this feels like a met, and then let me know if you still hear it. I, I'm like tripping out right now. <laughs> what <laughs> could this be? Listeners, Megan is also not high. We just things <laughs> are happening in our lives that are just in the physical plane. I don't know how else to describe it. It's almost going to be annoying to me. It, oh wait, okay. I don't hear it anymore. Okay, wait, good. now I hear it very faintly. Huh? Maybe one I've, of your neighbors is like playing bass it sounded like a deep bass kind of like noise to me hold on i'm gonna take my headphones off and see if i hear it outside okay oh yeah that was that was definitely some noise that was happening like outside the apartment but it sounded like it was happening in my head (laughs) well does it is it okay should we keep recording should we start over (laughs) check the bingo card uh, no, I don't think we need to start over, but this will be kind of a hilarious thing to listen back to on this episode. I almost hope that the sound doesn't come through on the episode, so that way it we will. sound fully crazy. No, no, it will. It's got to, because I heard it. Okay. Yeah. Well, so, anyways, this feels like a meh, because it feels like a low in that, you know, I'm giving up. I mean, I have nothing against giving up. I love giving up. But this wasn't a particularly <laughs> exciting project. Um and at the same time, it will just be like a relief to not ha- like the things that I've gotten for the house, I can donate to other people who can use them. It just doesn't seem like too much has been lost. Uh, hopefully won't even lose money. But even if I do, it will be like money spent learning about plumbing and contracting and drywall and all these things so yeah and you've probably gotten you've like you really expanded your skill set don't you think maybe sure could have expanded it more if i had put more time into this (laughs) but (laughs) um i feel i feel best about the plumbing i feel like i like understand a little bit more about the way the world works that way um so i mean 
I put a new shower head on at Whoa. the apartment in Boone and I felt like I was, you know, a whole new person. <laughs> like, That's call me for any nice of your plumbing great. needs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, so that's my that's my meh. And I'm sorry I, to hear about it. That's such a bummer. One downside is that I won't like be living there next year because I mean, because it won't be livable. Um and I had wanted to like do things in the yard, but um I'm going to be renting this apartment close to campus that has like a little kind of like pagoda in the backyard with like lights strung up. And I have, like, an idea for what I want to do in this apartment that I'm really excited about. So maybe that's transitioning into my high. But I found this amazing apartment, and it has a dining room in it and this pagoda in the backyard. So, like, a couple different entertaining spaces. And I really want to do, like, oh, maybe weekly. Maybe that's too uh, optimistic, but... I would like to do like rice and beans night where I provide like my instant pot rice and beans. It's an amazing recipe where you put in dry rice, dry beans, and then like, you know, tomatoes and chilies and whatever. And then, you know, press a button and then it becomes rice and beans. And so that's like a full meal in and of itself. But people, if they want to bring something, can bring like tortillas and cilantro and avocado and, you know, hot sauce and whatever. Um, so it's like a totally like it's vegan and gluten-free, but a lot of people, it, it wouldn't work for low FODMAP diet, but it works for like most diets. And it's like, yeah, just come over and like, you don't have to bring anything literally, or you could bring something if you wanted to. Um, and like, it's a 10 minute walk from school, this apartment. So like, even if other people live far away, if they're at school, I can be like, just come over for dinner. It's rice and beans night. Like, Oh, that's my vision of just. You like, are so, so good at bringing people together. Oh, you are. Yeah, I've, I've always known this about you, but I've always like I I've been envious of your ability to have like standing social engagements like that that are like opt in or opt out. It's no pressure. Come or go. I'm having mm. rice and beans anyway. It'd be great to see you. Yes, like, I love the low pressure thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, consider this my RSVP for, like, one yes. of those rice and beans nights. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, I will be visiting you. So that's one of my highs is just even having that idea and having, like, a pl- like an exciting, something to look forward to next year. Totally. And I have other highs, but I feel like we should uh, bounce it back and forth. I want to know about, you know, what's going on in your life. Sure. Well, I mean, pretty much all of my highs are very very related to this this summer internship okay that's so great to hear it is great to hear um because the anticipation for this was really high i mean i've been waiting almost a year to do it um oh, so right. your job so early and got to yeah. miss all of that all the application yeah yeah so you know there this this was like a, the perfect opportunity for me to get my hopes up and then be disappointed. But so far I've only been, it's been even better than I could have imagined. Aww. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've only done two days so far. So like, I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but all indicators are very good. Um, so 
today I had a very exciting day. I would feel comfortable saying that today <laughs> could be my high for like the month, for the past month. Wow. Um, okay. So um, the the legal aid building in Boone, um, it's their high country office. And it's like a, it's a beautiful old house that's, that is just being used as an office. So as such, it doesn't feel like an office. Mm. Um, you know, it's like, it's brick and it has multiple rooms and bathrooms that have showers in them. And it's like right off the main dragon boon. And it sits up on this pretty little hill with like a gorgeous manicured grass lawn and views 360 of the mountains. I mean, truly it's like so idyllic. Um, just flooded with natural light and like creaky old floorboards. And it's just like loved and lived in. Wow. Um, yeah. So I, I get to work there, which is fantastic. And my supervising attorney, Jonathan, who I've mentioned on this podcast before, because he's the one that interviewed me and we've had multiple conversations um, leading up to this internship and I could just tell that he and I were going to get along like philosophically. Um, mm. And I was, I know that I've said before that I was really looking forward to learning from him because I felt like I connected with him on a mentor level in a way mm. that I hadn't with any other attorneys so far. Um, and all of that has been very true so far. The only downside, <laughs> and it's a huge downside is that he he is transferring to Charlotte at the end of the month. No, of all places. I know. <laughs> I know. And so I was like, God damn it. Like just when I found somebody who's like kind of beginning to fit the bill, he's like, he has to leave, you know? Ah. Yeah. Um, however, the other attorney, I've only met one of the other attorneys because um, everybody is working remotely. Um so I can go to the beautiful office and I do, but nobody's there. It's just me alone in this giant office, <laughs> this big house. Yeah. So um, anyway, let me get to today. Yes. So the, the high country office of legal aid, North Carolina serves a really big area. I think it's something like seven counties. I, I, I'm probably wrong, but that number sounds right to me. Okay. Um, and because you're up in the high country, there aren't any like big highways that can get you from point A to point B really fast. You're taking a lot of country roads. Mm. So for example, today I met Jonathan at the legal aid office at like seven 50 in the morning or something like that. Something really early. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, we hit the road right then. And we had to be in Allegheny County, which if you're looking at the state of North Carolina is essentially the northwestern most tip. So um, like where North Carolina meets Virginia meets Tennessee, kind of like <laughs> over there. Um, it's the fourth least populous county in the entire state. Wow. The 2019 census clocked it at like 11,000 people. Um, wow. It's so small that the courthouse is only open one day a week and the judge who presides over all the matters travels from another <laughs> county. Wow. Yeah. So the judge who was presiding over the hearings today was the judge that I saw on my first day on Monday in Wilkes County. Hmm. Um, 
And that's just the way that they do things. Um, so Jonathan and I, I mean, it's impossible for this not to sound like I'm like being over the top about the majesty and beauty of this area of the world. But I mean, like, I could totally understand why somebody would want to be a lawyer here because you spend so much of your time, like there's no way around it. You spend so much of your time just driving through beautiful countryside to get to different Mm -hmm. courthouses. And when you arrive at the courthouses, they're not like the courthouses in Los Angeles or even in Guilford County. Like it's like, they're like beautiful old brick buildings that have like some level of like down home majesty to them. Wow. It's, yeah, I mean, really though, it's, oh man. I get that feeling sometimes in St. Louis, like, you know, because this city peaked in an era where architecture was nice. Right. Um, yeah. And there's some good stuff here. There's really good stuff. So we had court um, in Allegheny today and I, I got to, I got to watch him do his thing. And I also got to watch a couple different trials happening. And um, I got really excited because I was watching and I was like in my head thinking about what I would do if I were the attorney on either side. And, you know, there was an, there was one attorney who was like cross-examining a witness and I, in my mind was thinking like objection, objection, objection. And like, and afterward, Jonathan was like, I can't believe they didn't object to anything. And I said, I thought I was, I was thinking the same thing. So you are already a pro. Oh my gosh. No, 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 no. Hardly, 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 hardly. But like, so at one point during the recess, Jonathan like everybody pretty much left the courtroom except attorneys and he had me stand up and like walk over to the different tables that the council would sit at with their clients and then walk over to the witness booth and like just have me walk around that space of a courtroom which I don't think I had ever done like I've I've sat at the judge's bench which we know about but I've never yes. like stood or walked around where the lawyers stand and walk around um and he was explaining just sort of like how he moves around a courtroom and how to like utilize sort of your body um and it was fascinating so fascinating we also he walked me through the the domestic violence statute so it's a 50b um in north carolina and like we broke it down element by element And then he pulled up a case and he, and it was an actual case. And he was like, let's talk. Like, he's like, I want to hear you walk through why, like, if you think the elements for, for a a 50 B are being met in this case, why and why not? And I mean, it was like real life application. And I just, it really like lit something up in me. I thought this is, this is cool. Like, this is why I came to law school, you know? Wow. Okay. See, I'm putting that real hard in the litigator pro column. I know. I know. But um, that's, I'm just so glad to hear you have like such a good mentor figure who would be like, oh, okay, there's recess now. Like, this would be a good use of our time. And like, there's like never, there's never a moment when he's like not teaching me something. Wow. However, we are very friendly. I mean, he's, he's somebody that, like okay day one we spent 
an hour and a half in the car together and it didn't feel at any point uncomfortable or like we had nothing to talk about, mm. you know, and You're then so an excellent conversationalist. And so is he. I mean, he has the gift of gab for sure. You're not going to have a short conversation with him. And I like that because, you know, I don't like short conversations either. <laughs> We've already been on the phone for like an hour and a half together. Yes, um, so, okay. But let me get to like the real, real high, like the peak high of my day. Oh, yes. Okay. So like we have this, we have the hearing in Allegheny. It goes really well for our client. Um, we get to leave and we decide that we're going to take the Blue Ridge Parkway back to Boone. Blue Ridge Parkway. Yeah. And I'd never been on it. So this is like really exciting. And, um, you know, since, since Jonathan is moving down to Charlotte, he's like trying to soak up, you know, as much Boone as he can. I'm, I'm guessing he didn't say that explicitly, but Mm. you know, taking the long way home. I think (laughs) if you can drive the Blue Ridge Parkway casually, whenever you want, do that. So we are taking it home and we stop off um, at this place. It was like a trading post, some random little store at the very top of the parkway. <laughs> and we got cheer wines. Have you ever had a cheer wine? Of course, Megan. I love cheer wine. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so we had cheer wines in a glass bottle and like Delicious. these little chocolate bonbons. And we sat in two rocking chairs on the patio of this trading post overlooking the fucking Blue Ridge Mountains. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Ta- talking about like, you know, like big kind of like, ha- like theory, not theory stuff, but like big life stuff. Like how to, what were we talking about specifically? It's like how to manage your emotions and like your, mm-hmm. your personal life when the work that you're doing is so like emotionally charged and inherently yeah. personal, you know? Yeah. And I just yeah, thought, he hasn't, if he's figured out how to do that, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he would claim that he's figured out how to do that, but he certainly gave me some good tips like pointers. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought to myself, like, Show me anyone else who on day two of their summer internship is doing this. I, I haven't heard anyone say that. Like, I mean, listeners, if you if that's you, write in because we should make a list of places that are dreams to work at. But truly, <laughs> I don't know truly. anyone. Yeah, that's so special. It re- It really is. So, you know, like... I'm all, all signs are pointing to, to goodness for this summer and like definitely hard work for sure. And he told me that I'm going to have a trial like as early as next week. What? Yeah. And okay, here's another thing. So before this, I kind of thought like trial, that sounds long and involved and like could be days long, Mm -hmm. but it does, it's not necessarily that way. Like in a civil matter, especially if it's something like a, domestic violence protection order or something like that Uh you're probably in and out in the day um but a couple things have to happen before that so i'm going to begin interviewing clients this week but he said i think his goal is to have me like in front of a judge before he leaves at the end of the month nice so i'm like hype really excited but also and I know I've said this before, like the gravity of the situation, like, oh, this has real life impacts on people yeah. that definitely sinks in. Like if, if my client wanted 
you know, if let's say I ha- I was representing a client who wanted a DV protection order, mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, this means that for the next year, they're not going to have contact with this person who like is a very charged figure in their life, which could be, it, it, that comes with a lot of emotional baggage. I, any way you cut the cake. Yeah. It's like, this isn't just a paper. Like this is like, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 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 So uh, it feels like a weird way to close out my high, but that's, that's my, it's been, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the high is not that that stuff is happening, but that, like, you finally are, after all these BS exams and all this nonsense, you get to apply your skills in a way that makes a difference. And Completely. Oh, Megan, I'm so glad. I actually haven't talked to that many people about how their internships are going. I feel like I've heard little things in passing, like, oh, you know, it's a job, whatever. But I, that's, that's a- <laughs> the best glowing review that i've heard that's so, so great oh no is the sound back do you hear that yeah, it's kind of giving me an alien vibe kind of i think that there's that's like someone oh yeah there's like someone outside my window revving an engine over and over again i could i can hear that from that Ugh, listeners i'm so sorry this i'm in a new space i don't know how to manage it yet <laughs> you know <laughs> It's not it's not bad on my end. I think it's much worse for you. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. I I've I'm done, you know, uh opining about all of my my highs in the Blue Ridge Parkway. Tell me about your highs and your internship. Okay, yeah. I was going to say I like that you folded in the high with the update. So, I can kind of do that as well cuz I feel like my internship has been going well, but I will give the other highs first. Um they're there's small things I just thought about when I was outlining what I wanted to talk about with you. One is, I know I'm really late to the game here, like years late, but the podcast you're wrong about is incredible. It's called You're Wrong About? Yeah. You're cool. Wrong About. And it's about moral panics and like debunking. Um the like fears behind them so my favorite one that i've listened to so far um i don't know if i talked on the podcast like one all year about like writing a paper about labor trafficking for my criminal law class and so their episode about wayfair and human trafficking wayfair no so it's about like the QAnon conspiracy about like really cheap really expensive items on wayfair um being expensive because like they will like put a child inside like a cabinet and ship it and that's why it's expensive which, oh my god i haven't heard gives, that one the episode gives great reasons for like why sometimes like a cabinet that usually is sold for like 250 dollars is sold for ten thousand dollars um and you know it's something that you might not know about if you're not in e-commerce. I certainly didn't before I heard the episode. So that's where I would recommend starting. That's just because it's my interest. So if you're listening to this like law related podcast, that one might be relevant for you as well. Um, But just, I've been binging that podcast. Uh, One good thing about my internship is that I actually have weekends totally free. No one emails me. I'm not expected to do work. I maybe should do a little work, but I'm not expected to, which is nice. And so I've just been like listening to things that are not law related um, like that. And 
my other small high is that I found at a thrift store. Okay, right before I should back up. Right before law school, I went to Ireland, and um, one thing I purchased as a little souvenir was this like trashy romance novel from like the 80s that I was in a, a thrift store in Ireland. And it was an incredible read. Uh, and now I've finished it and I haven't really had anything to fill that void that is a romance, but teaches me about another culture until I found at a thrift store yesterday. Oh no, two days ago. Um, this Amish romance novel featuring yeah so it's like the main character's name is Lydia and she's like 25 and still unwed um but she works in this coffee shop and likes it and doesn't really like know what to do about her romance life because there's no one around who she's like dating wants to date and then her old neighbor who she used to know growing up who used to be her first crush moves back to town and it's like, wow, let's go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that has just been very fun. It just perfectly slides into the niche of like, you're reading a romance novel, but you at least get some kind of like cultural like exposure out of it. So that you're not just straight up reading a romance <laughs> novel. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just harder to convince myself to like read one. Fair. Um, so those are my two little highs. I will definitely say that the internship is also a high. Um, my firm is just, just seems like a really good firm. Like if you have to go into big law listeners, please apply to Covington and Burling. Actually, we have a, ooh, I don't know what date. We have like a um, info session for law students coming up who might be interested in applying. So just email us at lawschoolandbrief.com. There's like a message submission. But um, if you want to learn more about the firm, I can invite you to that. And yeah, the people are just so nice and supportive. Um, They explained something to us that I hadn't quite understood about big law, um, which is that In a lot of firms, partner compensation is structured based on new clients that the partner brings into the firm. Because obviously, when you bring in a new client, you bring in like a lot of money for the firm. And so that makes sense that you would want to compensate that and like encourage that through the compensation scheme. But Covington does not do that because they care more about fostering like a collaborative environment and in the firms where partners get compensated based on the like clients they bring in um there can be like i mean i've never worked at another firm so i don't know what it's actually like but i at least they say and i can imagine that there might be like power struggles between partners and like competitive type of atmosphere and Covington just is not a competitive atmosphere at all. Like even with the other summer interns, I am not competing with them for a job offer. Um, and yeah, you, you kind of like, you have a lot of freedom. You can work on whatever projects you want. And I can kind of describe that because that was something I didn't understand before coming in, but 
like even our environmental and energy group, which a lot of big law firms that is code for like representing oil companies. Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What a misnomer. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, it is energy, but yeah. Um, Yeah. Like we do represent a lot of like renewable energy firms and like I saw something come through for a renewable energy. Sorry, I'm like, I can't t- talk too much about these things. So but I'll just say renewable energy like uh, matter. And I asked to work on it. And like, then I got assigned to it. So um, the thing I wanted to explain that I hadn't realized before I started working there is that these big law firms are do not have the same hierarchy as other types of like corporations that you might have worked for. They're not corporations, they're partnerships with these partners. Um, so like there's this bank of all of the projects that are going on in the whole firm. And I do not have access to that. I don't know how many people have access to that, but it exists. I only know about what's happening at the firm based on like the conflict of interest checks that come through in my email. So that's a really good place to look when you're starting your internship. You're going to start getting flooded with emails about like, you know, do not contact this person about this matter because they have a conflict of interest. And um, or or there'll be emails like there's a new matter, you know, let us know if you have a conflict of interest or something. How often and- are you getting those emails? Um, one of the very first things I did was set up an email filter because it's like multiple times a day because it's a huge firm and there's like tons of projects. So there's going to be tons of conflicts. <laughs> and so I was going to say, like, are you so I know that you're working virtually, but are you working virtually only with the New York office or like nationally? I am working for the New York office. Um, but actually, I had not realized that the emails I was getting were for all of the office or for oh my yeah because there is a lot of like cross office collaboration and so that's why I was just like this is wild I'm filtering this out and I wouldn't have even thought to look at them um until my mentor was like you know that's a way you can look and see what kind of like projects interest you is by looking through those so that was a good tip that I learned and this renewable energy project that I reached out about is actually based in a different office. And I didn't even realize that when I reached out. <laughs> so I'm accidentally going to be working on a, a cross um, office project, which involves me going to this like conference in London remotely, but it's, like with all these renewable energy leaders and I'm, they're like, well, you can come and take notes. And I'm like, okay, like, that's so cool. Um, that is really cool. So they're really supportive. And I guess, man, I'm trying to think of like last episode, I had like just started, right? Oh, yeah, it was like my second day. So I hadn't done any projects then. So I'll, my report from doing different projects, I've done my first project was for the international arbitration team. And that was very difficult because I have never learned about international arbitration. I just signed up for it because it sounded interesting. Mm-hmm. Cautionary tale. Just do your research, y'all. I, I, not that I regret <laughs> doing it, but I just was like I kind of out of my league. And 
um, that just took a ton of research and it was just a legal research and writing assignment basically and since then I have tried different like transactional projects because I'm like okay I know what to expect from legal research and writing but I don't know what to expect from like transactional work so what, what to, is that yeah yeah so to give you a taste for that um, a lot of these firms are like divided into litigation which you do a lot of legal research and writing and then you know court type stuff that you're talking about um, and some firms will have like a regulatory practice. Covington definitely does because their main office is in DC. So it might be like, okay, this agency, maybe like the FDA has put out these guidelines and like your client needs to follow those guidelines. How do they do that? You okay. Know? So that's kind of straightforward. I say as someone who doesn't know anything about regulatory work, I'm sure it's not straightforward. I don't know why I said that. And then the other area will be transactional or corporate work. I think people like use those terms interchangeably. And there's a lot of different types of tasks that go into this, which is why I'm trying to get a feel for like which type of transactional work I might be interested in. Um, but so far I've, done some work for the capital markets and securities team which I'm not sure if I could describe okay. what that means but it was for basically like the capital markets I think are like the stock exchange and that, that would be my guess yeah, yeah you need to follow like a company who wants to like become part of that capital market instead of see this is you know what we should have just phoned Oren because Oren actually does this and could explain it but you know what um next time I'll I'll make sure I get more info and can explain it better okay. but um or we could yeah. have Oren on as a guest that would be incredible Oren are you listening to this text me what you think uh so I'll I'll table capital markets and securities for now <laughs> and then I've worked on um, right now I'm doing a project finance project and that sounds like a really broad category. What it means is like infrastructure projects that need, like if you're going to like build a bridge, getting financing for that is just different than getting financing for like a house. Um, it's just really expensive projects that only like certain type or like building an airport or something. Okay. Um, so that I've been interested in this group since I interviewed because it really appeals to me to be able to like see something in the physical world, like at the conclusion of the project or at the conclusion of your work, you know, as a lawyer, you don't usually, we don't have that kind of. Yeah, that's true. Um, so thing would that team, I'm sorry to interrupt. No. Um, but with, so I guess like it's so rare as a lawyer to see a physical product of your work because that's kind of not the name of the game. So I'm wondering how lawyering plays into the production of some something physical. Like, are you like drawing up Great contracts? Question. Are you researching like my, land rights stuff? Like, yeah, my project is a contract and, um, 
in the most general terms for confidentiality, obviously, I'm basically like updating um, a contract between like, so the project has already happened, so I'm not helping them get financing. So it's a little unusual, okay. but it's like the the project exists out in the world and like it needs to continue to be used. So this contract that's like set to expire, we're just like renewing it. So it's it's a great project. It's a great assignment for a summer associate like myself because it's easier to update a contract than to just write one from scratch. So okay, um, yeah, that makes that's sense. Going pretty well. And then my last area that I've explored a little bit is in a group called Tech Transactions, which might be unique to Covington. I'm not sure, um, but it's like any kind of client that uses technology with their customers like um which is a lot of things it it includes like clients in the music industry and the sports industry and anything that's like we work with like the data privacy team and i don't really quite know how to explain it um but yeah i'm so far just doing background reading on one of their contracts and i'm not sure what my work will be yet for them but it's interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So what is your date like? Are you able, do you log on at 8.30 and log off at 5 every day? Like, what's the work-life balance like? The work-life, this was something I was really concerned about. I even was like, I'm going to buy paper plates so I don't have to wash dishes. Like, I thought. Wow. I was gonna be, oh, like, my God. Well, that's also because Billy's apartment doesn't have a dishwasher. Okay. <laughs> I say quickly. Even though that still doesn't really excuse it, um, I'm like shocked to hear this. <laughs> that okay. was that was like a raw. That was a a true. That was a moment of truth on this podcast, listeners. Like that was literally something I was considering because I just thought I would be working every minute of the day because you hear about long hours. But these summer internships are kind of the time for the firm to like woo you a little bit they're trying to court you like you know yeah and they want you to sell your soul to them at the end of all of this exactly exactly So they're making this seem real nice yeah no paper plates for you yet (laughs) and it it also would be like we're just so inexperienced like a lot of the work that I did on that first international arbitration project, for example, mm-hmm. a lot of my work, they're not able to actually bill to the client. Cause so much of what I was reading was like understanding what international arbitration actually is before, <laughs> before right. I, right. Okay. And, um, you know, they, they know there's like a limit, there's just limited things that we can do. And we literally haven't passed the bar. So it's a nice moment in time where they're like, why don't we use this time to have you meet people and have you get to know like the different practice areas here so that you can kind of like take on small assignments for them and get to know people there and get to know what the work is like. Um, And if it's in person, you go out to fancy lunches and stuff. We're not doing that, but that's, that's fine. I'll take the 
the chill St. Louis rent and nice remote work schedule for that. But yeah, my workday is from 8.30 to 5.30. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 8.30 to 4.30 because on the East Coast, it's 9.30 to 5.30. So it's really, really doable. That is Um, super doable. And especially since like, you know, maybe at least two hours during the day are taken up by different meetings that are like informational for my benefit Um, and like trainings and like we've had like a lot of refreshers, like legal writing refreshers and legal research refreshers. And yeah, that's kind of the inside scoop so far. Um, And there's some remote social events like tonight. I'm going to be rolling in a little late because of podcast, but that's okay. Uh, That was because it's been too long and we really needed to catch up. Um, I mean, for real though, the listeners, for the (laughs) listeners, Lydia, for the listeners, but there's like a trivia night tonight. It's like for all the firm offices, it's like pride month trivia, which is cool. And then tomorrow is like the New York office only like paint night. So it's, it's good. We're getting to meet different people. That is cool. Meanwhile, I'm over here laying in this apartment in Boone. Like, how do I make friends? Ooh, well, I need to see who I know who's still in Boone. Could you please? This is a yes. this is a casting call for yes. anybody who's listening. Like, I'm a very social creature who is coming out of a COVID cocoon. So I shouldn't say COVID. I never had COVID, but a quarantine cocoon. Yeah. And like yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking to meet people, you know? Yeah. It's this is a lonely existence laying around in this little apartment. I've done it for two days and I've already kind of reached my threshold. Oh yeah. I like try to not be here. Like I'm just aimlessly walking around this tiny little town. Oh. I mean it's not bad. I'm not really like super complaining, but you know I I am also gonna text my friend Caroline right now. If she's still in Boone, I mean this is just gonna be I I just can't wait for y'all to hang out. Please send friends. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, did we have anything else we wanted to cover? Man, I I don't think so. Oh, my only other update was we got our grades back. I mean, I oh. did a little before you. And it's so weird, y'all. Law school is so such a mindfuck always because this was my best GPA ever yes. in law school. Yes. But my lowest class rank ever because as what? each semester goes on, actually, sorry, I'm not ranked. Only like the top 10 people in the class are ranked. I am absolutely not ranked. But they sent out, they send out like percentile cutoffs. So like the top third of the classes is this GPA, the top 25%. And it just gets so tight every semester it like tightens up a little bit the range of numbers gets smaller because some people have just been getting 4.0s in every single class every single semester i do not understand that how dare they unfortunately i I mean they they should dare good go for it but like i don't (laughs) understand like this was this turns out to not be the podcast where we explain how to from day one get all A's in every single class. I don't understand. I do not understand. How did we not make that happen for ourselves? It's I I mean there's just other things going on. I'm confounded. But yeah, so I dropped out of my my spot, but that's fine. That is 
That's fine. If I get this job, that's kind of all that matters. I set. Like you already, you're set. You're I, fine. I'm hopefully set. But it was just one. Of, and I feel nothing about the grades. I do not feel like sad or anything. It was just one of those things that I was like, of course, like my GPA rose and your class rank. So therefore <laughs> I, I'm doing worse. Like what? Um, just one of those things, just one of those things. Oh, and I yeah. still haven't registered for next semester. We don't know if it's going to be in person or hybrid, just some. Wait, really? Hospital school update. Mm, yeah. Oh my gosh. They I have to be in person, but, but I think it's still not known. And so they haven't finalized the schedule. So we haven't registered. Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Keep us posted. You got it. it. <laughs> and have fun at your firm mixer tonight. Thank you. All right. It was a pleasure. I miss you. I miss you too. I'll try and to come visit. Please do. Please do. You always have a place here in, in Boone. Or as <laughs> long as maybe not always. You have until the end of July to come to Boone. But uh, you can come to North Carolina whenever you want. Stay Excellent. Here. I'm so glad to hear that. <laughs> okay. Let me Bye. let you go. <laughs> Bye-bye.